Every company has breakdowns in their revenue process. Sure thing deals slip into next quarter, competitors creep in and swipe deals away at the last minute, and deals getting single threaded that don't get to power. These are just a few examples of revenue leak, but there are a ton more, and they're preventing your team from reaching their sales targets. That's why I'm such a big fan of Clary's revenue platform. It's the only tool that actually helps leaders take control of their revenue and thrive through any market conditions, especially when things get tough. You can't afford to miss a single detail, but you also can't be leading by gut. Clary combines the science and the art of sales and sales leadership. So go to Clary.com if you want to answer the most important question in your business. Are you going to meet, beat, or miss on revenue? Welcome to the Live Better, Sell Better podcast with your host, Kevin Dorsey of Inside Sales Excellence, the number one Patreon group and YouTube channel for tech sellers and tech sales leaders, where we dive in deep for tactical advice on how to book more meetings, close more deals faster, and lead sales teams to success. But we don't stop there. We also focus on the person in salesperson. We talk about mindset, goals, time management, and so much more. So thank you for listening. And if you're interested, head on over to patreon.com slash inside sales excellence. Now with that, grab a notepad, get ready, and let's dive into the good stuff. Let's talk about being in what it is, right? So to me, it's pretty simple. In life, we have an idea of the results we want to produce or the outcomes we want to produce. So much money I want to make, the kind of relationship I want. I want to have kids. I want to have a house. I want to go on vacation three times a year. I want to be happy. Right? Even kind of for us, happiness is a result. Are you happy? Yes, I am. I want to build a company. I want to give back. I want to travel. All results. So we live in a world where you know we have to produce things. We don't have to, but that's what we think about. What is true is that every single outcome or result that has ever been produced was the product of action, right? Nobody ever built a company taking no action. Nobody ever made a million dollars taking no action. Nobody ever had a baby taking no action. You got to have an action to take a baby. You also have to take an action to not have a baby, right? I was talking to somebody earlier today. They didn't have kids. I said, well, you're not having kids as a result of actions you took that were not having a baby. You did other things instead of having a baby. Action. Go to any bookstore in the world or Amazon and, and you know, you will never run out of possibilities for books that tell you what you need to do to produce the results that you want. And find one book that says, here's the proven roadmap for doing it. And you'll find another book that's like the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. This gets you thinking a little bit, right? If if it was just like, this is the way you do things, there'd be one book on it. Everybody would follow it and everybody gets the results. As it is, there's lots of books. Those books are in direct conflict with each other. Some people do the things in the book and get the results they want. Some people do all the things in the book, don't get the results they want. Some people don't do anything in the book and get the results they want. This is interesting to me. So now we keep looking upstream. Well, what produces our actions, right? Because I say I need to do this, I need to do that, all the things I intend to do, but ultimately every action is produced from a thought. There's not a word that comes out of my mouth that there's not a thought that precedes it saying, speak that word. There's not 
any action I take that I don't think about taking it. So you got two people in the exact same circumstances. My circumstance, I mean, what's going on out there? Let's use the example of a movie, right? Movie is circumstances. We're watching a movie. You and I are sitting there together. together. Kevin gets up and walks out. This thing sucks. And I'm sitting there laughing my ass off. Well, why is that different? It's the same movie. Well, Kevin has one set of thinking about the movie and I got another set of thinking. Thinking produces action and no two human beings have the same thought about the same set of circumstances. The circumstances aren't objective. They are a product of thinking of it. This is where mindset comes in, right? So mindset is powerful work and it's all about the degree to which are the thoughts in your head the right ones to produce the right actions. You see, most of us produce a thought and then we have a thought about that thought and then we think some more thoughts about the thought. We have some thoughts about what other people are going to think about the thought. Eventually, we get around to taking action. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, very successful people, what you'll find, are really good at taking what for others might be a debilitating thought. Let's say like, I'm not enough. I'm not working hard enough. Well, they turn that thought into let's work harder. Somebody else takes that thought. I'm not enough. I don't work hard. And they just sit around doing nothing. But the successful ones are often, often, not awful, those that have a lot of, let's just call them kind of heavy, tough to deal with thoughts, but know what to do with them. So we can teach people about mindset. Nothing wrong with that. It's powerful work. It's been going on for years. The question very few people have asked in the last, I mean, I've, I've searched everywhere for this. And there are people that ask the question is, what is it that produces the thoughts? Fundamentally, why is it that in a given set of circumstances, and again, I'm talking about the original thought, like we're sitting there with our eyes closed and like scene opens, we're going to have a thought about it. Probably have a thought even before our eyes open. But what is it that creates that thought? Now, above our thinking, we get into whole different, let's call it reality or plane of existence or whatever. Think about it. Like I can't, I can't actually see up there. So I don't, I don't have an answer to the question what produces the thoughts, but I have an idea. And the idea is what I call being. It is our being that produces the thinking. So people go, well, what's being? Well, depends who you ask. For me, being is a function of a lot of things. Our upbringing, our race, our age, our sex, uh, our trauma as a child. Some people would even say there's things like past life trauma. I would also say there's something even upstream of that in the world of being that some might call the universe or consciousness or God, right? Most people that I've encountered, if they're being honest, will admit to the fact that at some point in their life, a thought appeared in their head, which they had no business thinking. Like there was no uh, prompt for that thought. My beautiful wife, Louisa, was at the airport yesterday in Denver waiting to fly home. And she's sitting there waiting for the flight, having her salad, everything's fine. She had a thought. Let me refresh the app right here because something doesn't seem right. Not even an awareness of it, but like the thought appeared in her head, refresh the app. She's at the wrong gate. <laughs> got her ass up, got to the right gate, made her plane. She would have missed her plane, right? Things like that happen to us all the time. You're like, where did that come from? I don't really know. Possibly I noticed something subconsciously or possibly we'll call it inspiration. We'll call it our inner knowing. We'll call it our gut or we'll call it God or the universe or consciousness or whatever, whatever suits you. But I think being is also part of that. 
Where did E equals MC squared come from for Einstein? There was nothing even closely remotely near it until the thought, maybe time is relative, showed up. Well, that thought came from someplace. Nobody else had had that thought until then. So that's what we call being. So here's what I think gets interesting. We have results in the world. We say we like them, don't like them. They're the right ones, the wrong ones. We want more of this, less of that. Immediately, we fixate on well, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? What do I need to do more of? What do I need to do less of? Sometimes we get around to, well, how can I get my thinking better so I can do the right actions? There's a lot of work there and it's stuff you can work on, right? I've done mindset work with people that helps them with their actions. I've done just action work with people, helps them get better results. The problem is it's a lot of heavy lifting and it doesn't always stick. What working at the level of being, as I call it, holds the promise of is that shifting the being changes everything downstream effortlessly. And I'll give you a little example of it. My clients come to me all the time and say, I got a problem. And they begin to describe to me a situation that is a problem, that is tough, that is challenging, that's difficult, that's going to require effort. You have to come up with a strategy for, right? What I know to be true is that problem exists from their thinking and their thinking is a function of their being. So from how the world occurs for them, there's a problem. It's going to require a solution, et cetera, et cetera. I wouldn't believe it unless I've worked with folks on it. But when you can shift their being, it's sort of like giving them a different view. One of the analogies, it's simple, I always use. I say, imagine you and I are sitting on a park bench and we see this lady and this guy struggling over a purse, right? And Kevin, you say to me, we're going to kick that guy's ass, help the lady get her purse. And I go, oh, Kevin, you're missing something. I, I kind of scoot you over a little bit. There was a tree in the way. You see, there's a woman knocked down. That was his girlfriend. That lady took the purse. Now we see the world differently. We're not going to go kick his ass. We're going to go help him. That's an example. And all analogies fall apart. But that's the idea of being. At its simplest term is how the world occurs for us. And based on how the world occurs for us, we will have the thoughts we have about it. We will take the actions that seem in alignment to produce. And then we'll get the results we get. <laughs> 